0: Hello and welcome to Leave Your Mark. I'm your host, Scott Livingston, and this is where I explore the influences that have shaped the lives of our incredible guests. These are the stories of lives worth talking about. Follow me on Twitter, Built by Scott, and Instagram at KingOpain, or link up with me on my Facebook fan page, Scott G. Livingston. My goal is to empower and inspire a community of people who take every opportunity to live a high-performing life. Before I get started on today's podcast, I want to take a moment to connect you with my sponsor, ReconditioningHQ.com. If you're in human performance today, you recognize that the industry has changed. Gone are the days of highly focused specialists who live in their isolated lanes, working without the understanding of the whole human being. The world of human performance is about integration today. It's about recognizing what your client needs to do to perform at their highest potential, discovering the parts of the puzzle of performance that need work, while keeping this person moving, training, performing, and succeeding seamlessly. Reconditioning is an operating system for this new world of human performance. The practice honors the role of each specialization and helps define the most powerful and tactical use of interventions that will make a difference. You don't take your car to the garage only when it's broken. You schedule it for regular maintenance so that it keeps running smoothly when you need it. The human body is no different and reconditioning professionals are those best prepared to keep the human body running. Check out our courses at ReconditioningHQ.com today. Follow our robust educational programming and become the reconditioning professional everyone wants to work with. Matrix Fitness is one of the world's leading-edge manufacturers and suppliers of human performance equipment. I am proud to have them as a sponsor of the Leave Your Mark podcast because I know they are dedicated to getting more people moving. Movement is medicine. All humans are designed to move And if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's that we need movement more today than ever. Stuck in our homes, restricted from much of what we have done socially, getting physical by any means possible is essential. Whether you are at home and looking for equipment that will keep you moving, or you train people for a living, Matrix is there to provide you with the equipment you need to succeed and the advice to make it happen. Matrix has more than 500 products catering to the medical, fitness, and athletic performance markets. Matrix also delivers a wide range of complete programming solutions to build strength, explosiveness, speed, and agility in athletes of all kinds. In this last year, Matrix engaged performance coach Mark Fitzgerald as head of the Matrix Canada performance team to help you make the right decisions on your performance needs. For more information and a free consult, go to teamupwithmatrix.com forward slash CA today. This podcast has always been about exploring the journey of my guests, and if you're a regular listener or an occasional connector, you'll know that the stories and the lives of my guests are always marked with changes in direction, overcoming challenges, and occasionally moments of misdirection. These days, having someone in your corner that you can confide in, find counsel without judgment, and the opportunity to learn from their insights is likely more invaluable than ever before. It's really the reason I started this podcast, so the voice of my guests could provide some of this truly needed insight. But I've also recognized during my journey that providing a place of community and a place for counsel and insight would be extremely valuable for my listeners. So I am embarking on a new journey to support you. The Leave Your Mark Life Lab will open its doors to a small group of hand-selected professionals who want to live their best lives. You can read about this program on our website, lymlab.com, today, where you can also catch the latest episodes of this podcast. I will be launching the application process in the next week, and the program will open its doors in February. I hope you'll join me so I may help you leave your mark. Hey, Scott Livingston here, uh, Leave Your Mark host. Nice to have you present. I figured I would do a little Sunday remarks, a little ramblings on the weekend. Haven't done that in a little while. And I thought I'd talk a little bit about the Olympic Games. Um, Not from the perspective of who won and, you know, all the different successes and the stories. But I wanted to talk about, you know, where the Olympics are and maybe some of our uh, positive and negative viewpoints about them. Um, My thoughts on that, uh, what I think we can take away from them, or what I think we should take away from them, Um, and just some thoughts around uh, the idea of the Olympic Games, because I think they've become fundamentally a little bit tarnished in the eyes of uh, many because of all the scandals and some of the political operating paradigms of, um, the whole concept. And believe me when I say it, uh, I am as disgusted as anybody about some of the things that go on in that political, um, stratosphere of, of the games. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess you can't really avoid that in any sort of, Organization of that width and breadth because there are always going to be people whose agenda is to influence, control, manage. We see that sociologically uh, in every strata, whether that's our governments now, our media, our uh, sports organizations, all these different things. I mean, this is not new. And the funny thing, too, is it's... Uh, Exacerbated and it's exponentially um, worse in many ways now than it was many years ago because of the internet and the tangible um, and momentary nature of the social media stratosphere, the media stratosphere. I think things have changed. Dramatically over the last twenty years, with the introduction of twenty-four hour news and the introduction of social media and interactive media, and so everything is just that much more obvious. But all of these things, all of these things, have been going on since the the dawn of of humanity. Um, there's always been sort of power control issues. My daughter came home the other day and started telling me about the history class that she did on the French Revolution and her take on what happened there. And she said, well, you know, all the people just um, got tired of them uh, being overtaxed and the rich being undertaxed, and so they revolted. (laughs) And, I mean, that's a, a kid's limited understanding of the entire breadth and scope of the situation. But when you get down to the brass tacks, I mean, that was the nature of... The revolution, and it's the nature of a lot of revolutions over uh, time and history, is uh, the working and lesser class get tired of the BS, and they um, they revolt around it. And we're seeing more and more of that these days uh, in the nature of our politics um, and. That's not what I want to talk about here today, but what I wanted to talk about more or less is you know, how that shades the interpretation of the Olympic Games and that we start interpreting what's going on on the field of play or the slope of play or the snow-covered... Uh, Areas of play or the ice-covered areas of play, um, we start to feel that that is one in the same. And I don't think fundamentally they are one in the same. And that's what I wanted to sort of focus on with this Sunday Remarks is if you can cut through that political discourse and sort of the tarnished element of the Olympics, fundamentally for the athletes who go there, the story is really about the process of putting in time, effort, having goals and objectives, uh, experimenting with uh, different approaches and methodologies, working together with teams of people around them or teams as an organization to achieve uh, an overreaching objective. And, not to achieve it so we have to recognize that a very small percentage of the people who go to the olympic games actually get to walk away with the sense of success and when i say that word success i use it in the sense that they won an olympic gold medal but and this is where the importance lies is they walk away with a different sense of success and it's not this sort of object-centric sense of success. It's a self-centric sense of success where they understand their personal growth and development, what they wanted to achieve, the process they worked through, the experiences and how it lends, um, an effective interpretation for all other things that they're going to do in their lives, whether that's to, you know, um, render a project and work that they do or build a business post career or, uh, explore a relationship or, you know, be a parent. All of these elements of our lives require a sense of, um, How am I growing? How am I getting better? How am I exploring myself and what I can do and how am I comparing me to me? Uh, And so we as uh, people watching, we compare all these athletes to the winner and we say, oh, well, you came 24th. So I guess you had a bad day or you, um, you know, went out of the gates and lost that day. And so, you know. You must have had a a crappy time. And fundamentally, some people who had high expectations do have a crappy time. But I think if they recognize at some point in their lives how that then changes their viewpoint on what they can and can't do, what they may or may not be able to do in the future, these are those negative moments that turn into positive moments because they shape us and they create a sense of how we can redefine ourselves. And that's what I love about the Olympics is that this redefinition, this um, pressure, this um, sense of uh, bringing all of your best and sometimes not your best not being good enough to win shapes the dynamic of how you're going to live your life forever. And and I think that's the really cool part for Olympians and the cool part for us to watch in awe of what they do is, is how they deal with that defeat or with that um, chance lost or that opportunity lost and, and where they take that and how it shapes them beyond that and how they behave and experience it. And, You know, I had a great conversation with Duff Gibson the other day who won an Olympic medal in 2006 at 40 years old. And, you know, a lot of people probably focused when they first interviewed him um, post-Olympics on the fact that he won this Olympic gold medal. And he probably told many, many stories around what it was like to win that Olympic gold medal. But the fact of the matter is that Dove chose to do five different sports, Olympic-style sports in his life, from wrestling to rowing to speed skating to bobsleigh and then finally skeleton to find that place where that objective was going to occur. So you can recognize that there was a whole lot of struggle and challenge, some wins, some losses, um, some uh, recognition of not being good enough to take it to where it needed to go to, all of these points of debarkation from one space and an embarkation into another. And that's what I love about that story. And I loved about talking to David Epstein a while ago about his book, Range, and this idea of having a great deal of range in your life and exploring all the different opportunities and and different um experiences so that you can sort of fine-tune and find who you are and what you love and what you want to do. And it's by nature of the experience and the expression that we discover ourselves. And so I say all of this to turn... The language around on the Olympics and stop sort of looking at it as this event that we should watch simply to watch people win gold medals or silver medals or bronze medals, but to see these athletes and these coaches and these organizations put things together, build things together, explore the possibilities together, and deliver. Um, what they wish to deliver in whatever way it is and just experience that competition and that interaction and that effort. And then you can transcend that into all competition and effort and experience. And whether you're watching the Super Bowl and the LA Rams win and the Cincinnati Bengals leave defeated, how did the Cincinnati Bengals grow from that experience? What, uh, How does it shape each and every one of those men in that team? And when you watch the women's Canadian national team win and the U.S. team lose... How does it shape the U.S. team as they walk away from that, as it shaped the Canadian team when they lost at the last Olympic Games? You could see that the loss of the last Olympic Games for the Canadian team was a litmus test. Um, a seminal moment for that organization where these women recognized that they couldn't just check the box. They had to bring something different. They had to come together in a different way and through the measure of that different experience and different approach, uh, was rendered an organization and a team that by all accounts is closer. Um, more joyful uh, and navigated one of the most difficult periods of time in human history in a way that actually shaped all these women in a very positive way. And I'm not in the, the U S national team's dressing room to see the disappointment potentially in their eyes, but that disappointment will be converted into something that they transcend uh, potentially, into uh, a win or a different level of success or a different level of organization or a different level of um, investment, who knows so that 's what I love about watching the olympics it 's just watching how people deal with these circumstances and these situations, and instead of us spending so much time bantering about you know somebody going out of the course earlier than they should have or not winning when they were expected to win or somebody else winning when they were not expected to win. Um, let's spend less time judging all these people and more time celebrating them as human beings, that they went into that field and, and gave everything they could. And it just didn't work out that day for them. And it worked out for somebody else. And let's celebrate both of those people and those organizations for the effort, the energy, the desire, all those things. Because that's what is so wonderful about being a human being. So I just thought I'd ramble a little bit on the Olympic experience. uh, Try to disconnect from all the negative and try to steer into the positive that we take away from watching these phenomenal people um, reach out and, and put themselves in the line for what they believe in and what they want to try to achieve. Hope that's of value to you. Have a great day and we'll see you again soon. We have another great podcast being released this week. Are you still uncertain what reconditioning is all about? Well, first of all, if you are a therapist or a conditioning or performance coach, you'll understand that these two worlds don't always see eye to eye. Jamie and I have lived in both of these worlds for 50 plus years of combined practice, and we know how to bring these worlds together because that's what we've done throughout our careers. We've used this powerful operating system to integrate the strengths of these unique worlds, as well as recognizing the contributions of so many other aspects of human performance. That's why we've teamed up with Matt Bush from Next Level Neuro to integrate the overreaching capacity of applied neurology. This new neuro-reconditioning approach is hands down the best system for bringing the worlds of therapy and performance together and creating more robust human beings. Join the reconditioning revolution today. Visit us at reconditioninghq.com. Are you in the world of human performance? Or do you seek to perform at your best each day physically and mentally? Matrix Fitness is a company dedicated to helping you succeed. Whether you train people for a living or you live to train, Matrix has the equipment to help you make it happen. And they have the guidance and support you need to make your best decisions. Matrix recently engaged performance coach Mark Fitzgerald as their head of performance and his wealth of knowledge and experience in training people and building leading edge performance spaces is unparalleled. Mark and the rest of the team at Matrix will stop at nothing to ensure you reach your objectives in human performance. For more information, and a free consultation, go to TeamupwithMatrix.com forward slash CA and explore the possibilities today. Thanks for joining us today on Leave Your Mark. I hope we've left a mark on you today, and we wish only that you pay it forward by sharing this story, taking the time to rate and comment on this podcast. Please follow us at Twitter at BuiltByscott and Instagram at Payne and become a member of this community at Scott G Livingston on Facebook. Have a great day. Music by Cedric de Saint Rome.